Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Going Commando. This is the second time I'm recording this because I forgot to hit the record button. Uh, so, Wait, if, deja vu. If this, if this intro is uh, somewhat lackluster, I do apologize in advance. Uh, but yes, Going Commando. Uh, again, I'm Tank Rodriguez. I've got my co-host with me, as always. I got... Dirty, 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 Derek. Three times. Oh, last time it's like, it was like, it's like the it's like the Candyman. You, you say it three, three twice, three times, and then I come up and I'm like, we all need a shower after that. Yep. And then I just like start uh, saying "baby got back" and say it's uh, long, strong, and I'm bound to get the friction on on this, on this podcast. Rumble smooth skin. Rumble smooth skin. Underrated lyric there. I, I know. I already asked you since we're doing this <laughs> the second time. Uh, but how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, man. Just for the audience. I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing great. How's your 2020 going so far? My 2020 is, is going good. Yeah. Awesome. That's I mean, uh, I always like to say, uh, still walking upright. There we go. And uh, that's so, you know, that's a good thing. That's always good. Always good. And with us, a very, very special, special co-host. Who is it? You know him from the Stable of Studs podcast, Adam freaking danger hello ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for having me here on going commando i'm just trying to keep the seat warm here for jim james jimothy jimmy dean that's right that's right james james cannot be here tonight um unfortunately he's actually replacing prince harry in the monarchy um he's talking to prince charles and camilla and uh and kate middleton and the queen all about uh cox the details are a little hairy what's going on there uh yes he's actually uh comparing uh he's actually going in through and comparing to the queen all the dick sizes of the previous monarchs during history it's interesting you say that uh derek because in england it's referred to as a scepter oh all right there's no if you knew that the scepter i thought it was uh the flatulent scepter i don't want to be around that no sorry not the flaccid the flaccid scepter that's that's not right. the fart, Ooh. not the fart penis. That's right. That would be. That sounds like just a bad VD. Like, don't, don't get the flaccid scepter, kids. So before we get, don't get no fart penises. That's on like Urban Dictionary now. Fart. That's right. So fart penis. Like, fart penis. All right. It's going in the books. You have to have a talk with the, before you have intercourse. Like, look, I, I have, I have something. Right? Look, guys. Uh, I have, I have flatulent scepter. It's, uh, you know how they say, like, this has never happened to me before? Well, it kind uh, of has. You've seen that, that SNL uh, skit where, uh, and I forget, I don't know, it's McConaughey or, like, John Hamm, but it's, he's a coach, and his wife is, like, really dumb. She keeps coming to the locker room. Uh, Woody Harrelson, and he's, uh, she's like, she, she's like, baby, is your, is your penis still making that sound? <laughs> I think I remember And, and everyone's like, what sound does it make? It's like, it makes kind of like... <laughs> Like that sound? She's like, honey, nobody needs to hear what my, so my penis is fine. And then like, yeah, and then and the like, players are like, players are like, coach, you should get that. Coach, you get the leg guy. No, we're fine. We got to go in there and win the game. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, from his pants, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a duck. That's awesome. That's that is the typical uh, sound of the flatulent penis. There we go. Sounds like a mallard, if you ask me. That's right. Well, duck, duck calls. <laughs> well, uh, a good penis transition. Uh, as we do so in Going Commando. 
I asked you earlier. <laughs> I'm going to ask you again. You said a good penis transition. I was like, oh, boy. Uh, Jared Leto, Morbius. Jared Leto, Morbius. What did Jared you think? Letter. What are your takes on that trailer? Uh, no, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty exciting. Uh, again, it, it looks like it's a, a nice uh, halfway. It could be the bridge. Now, it could be the bridge between a Spider-Man Far From Home and Spider-Man um, you know, Homecoming and Venom. You know, Venom was kind of dark and cynical and silly at times and it wasn't the best film in the world but mm-hmm. it, it did have a market like a lot of people want to go see this movie now if with morbius if this thing does decent if it does okay i think it can set a nice stage where you can bring in uh spider-man you can bring in carnage you can bring in maybe the sinister yeah. six to come in uh or you can bring in guys like craven the hunter or uh blade this would be a real nice yeah, backdoor yeah. for blade so, so that's that's what i heard is that uh potentially like this would be a great segue because apparently blade at some point will be in the mcu that's that's what i heard um because it's a character that's that's still owned right uh by marvel Uh, what i found out the other day was that apparently morbius actually was supposed to have a cameo at the ending of one of the uh wesley snipes blade movies really and there's footage online it's very choppy like but you can watch it it's like an alternate uh ending or like a a cut scene of their take on on morbius like showing up i have to look um, to to tie to tie it in it's on youtube you can uh you can find it but i'm pretty excited i like the fact that it's got vulture in it um like right, that, that Michael means, Keaton by far is like my has is. You put him in any movie. Yeah, he's, he's by good. he's by far my uh, probably my favorite Spider-Man villain up to this point. Yeah, um, yeah. just as he's so like you want to like him. That's but the thing. That, that one scene in the car and goes, "Hey, babe, I gotta give him the dad talk." And That's he just right. turns over to Peter. Yeah, and it's the most suspenseful thing I've seen in any movie. He's like, and he's like, "I know what you do." And he just gives him that that glare, and yeah. it's so it makes your hair stand on end. For a, again, a movie about Spider-Man being in high school and like missing the bus and things like that. Yeah, I mean that part too. I was like, I was on the fence. Like Peter Parker, just take the deal, man. Like you know, it's a girl you like. You can come back and get him another time. Just yeah. go to the fucking dance. Yeah, man. And he's going to die one day. He's pretty old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, eventually, yeah, eventually won't be a flying more. I'm sure that shit is radioactive. He's probably got cancer somewhere, <laughs> like a rectum or something. Yeah. Uh, but I think, too, yeah. like, you know, but, yeah, that's part of the film, too. It's like, Spider-Man never takes the easy way out. The one time he did, <laughs> you know, like, Uncle Ben, like, paid for it, right? So he's like, oh, never take yeah. the easy way out. Yeah, then there was a whole Gwen Stacy debacle, too, like, uh... uh like, hey, let me save you. God damn it. <laughs> that reminds me because I spent about a half hour the other day watching YouTube videos. I watched Kevin Smith uh, talk about all facets of Spider-Man on TV and movies. And so obviously he talks about Tobey Maguire. He, he essentially says Tobey Maguire was a good Peter Parker because he was kind of nebbishy and like, oh, MJ, let me take a photo. But he was also like 45 at the time, so he didn't really look like a... I mean, he was probably 31, 32, but when you look at it now, he does not look like a teenager. Oh, is this, uh, is this Toby, yeah, Toby Maguire? Toby Maguire, like 2001. Yeah. He was the, by far, in my opinion, the creepiest Spider-Man that ever existed. Yeah, yeah. he was always hiding behind the like, camera. He had bodies in Aunt May's basement. <laughs> All right? He's making a spider suit out of skin. I'm just saying, any man... Uh, and I'm just saying. Any man that beats up Macho Man is not a friend of mine. That's from just Well, he this. went over. Uh, well, he was working the hard way, as we know. You know, was working stiff. Crossover podcast. <laughs> this is what happens when you bring the stable of studs in. Uh, you're really going to fall into the rabbit hole of, uh, of well, what was it, Crusher Creel? No. 
Bone saw? Bone, bone saw. Bone, bone saw my bro. Bone saw's ready. <laughs> yeah. The next three. <laughs> so, fun fact, the way he does his three minute is his three sign. I started doing that because of him, and now oh. it's just kind of the second. Naturally. Like the shot. <laughs> I got you for yeah, three yeah, minutes. Three minutes. <laughs> Two minutes in the front, and one minute in the back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's a perfect. <laughs> That's that's how I like <laughs> you, you you secretly just found out uh, a lot about Macho Man's personal life. Found out a lot about Miss Liz, poor oh, woman. Woo. But she was quiet all the time. Not to deviate, Miss Liz. Oh, oh, cool. Let's not denigrate uh, the uh, the but, dead. But I, uh, is Miss Liz dead? Yeah, they both. Oh died. yeah. Fuck. Are you she serious? died before Macho Man. She yeah. indeed. Fuck. Macho Man had a heart attack. That's so sad. Driving and then just crashed into like a tree or something. That's that's so yeah. sad. I mean. So, do you remember Lex Luger? Yeah. So, they were started dating, and they were both drug addicts. Liz and Luger, not Liz and Mach. No. Yeah. So then, um, and Ma- Macho was okay with it. You know, he was like, hey, Liz is happy, yeah. I'm happy. Uh, but yeah, they were both addicted to pills, and whoops. Ah, that sucks. She was hot. And he was supplying. He was he was the supplier. Who, Macho? L- no, Luger. Lex. Oh, I was like, I was like, oh, God, your ex and, you, and this other guy you're dating and, and you're and, and you're and you're <laughs> supplying him with pills and you're the dealer. This is ill. Like, yeah, it's crazy, a very tr- wrestling triangle. Uh, um, but now Luger's in a wheelchair. But but the thing about, uh, you know, back to kind of Toby Maguire was, uh, is basically his dance moves in part three, oh, which God. are by far. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh my God! Just pointing and dancing yeah. and looking just, emo. Yeah. And he, do you do you think while he's filming that he's like, dude, this is fucking badass. I'm gonna get so much puss because of <laughs> well, like he was yeah. he was real buds. He was real tight with Leo, right? Leo. And that was like Leo. those are the pu- the pussy <laughs> posse. Oh yeah, right? that's right. They get the pussy posse. Which, by the way, can I just say? If anybody's seen the people that make up said pussy posse, it's alliterative. They're they're the fuggliest people ever. They're really riding on the coattails of Leo's absolutely pussy posse. Yeah, I mean like, he, he's doing all the heavy lifting he there, is, right? Like, they got they got Toby Maguire, who looks like he's forty. They got Lucas Haas, who's like this tall, gangly motherfucker. He looks like <laughs> looks like a, a B version of like Elliot from ET. Um, it, it just uh, these weird looking group of guys, and they just they they always like wear the fedoras, and they, I just. I don't know, it was man. A different time I, I don't, back a then. different time when people apparently just David what? Blaine's in the Pussy Posse. Oh no, because he did magic. That's why. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like, I, Harmony Corinne. Oh my God, he was a director. He did the Brown Bunny, I think. That dude looks horrible. He yeah. he does these awful. Oh no, you know who he was married to or dated? Who? who? Didn't he date um, Chloe Sevigny? Probably. Kevin Connolly, yeah. J.R. Ferguson. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, this is like yeah, Kevin Connolly is like Yeah, Lucas, oh. I told you. Yeah, R.D. Uh, R.D. Rob. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Um, Elizabeth Berkeley is in the Pussy Posse. No, I think she was probably maybe like uh, maybe a person that visited the Pussy Posse. Well, you know, like, like you know, she was in Showgirls. Oh yeah, I mean, she could have been part of that. She was a. It'd be like, you know, when know. Uh, the Rat Pack, you know, had like, like Shirley MacLaine yeah. or somebody hanging out with them. Like, yeah. I think she had one one doll face that could, uh, you know, she's I, okay. I feel like they were called the Rat Pack. These guys are called the Pussy Posse. Like, I feel <laughs> like that's, you're being really presumptuous. Well, they were rats. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hey, I wonder. Right. Actually, I wonder if you just want to see a group of people just come out and be like, we're the Cock Brigade. <laughs> Which reminds me, I did hear uh, the YMCA <laughs> played at the game today, and I was like, yeah, man, this would be cool to hang out with all the boys. Like, <laughs> I, you know, totally unironic. I was like, this would be cool. Yeah, you get to work out and good meal. 
I'm sorry, there's a tangent about the YMCA here, but I mean, it's dope. It, everyone still dances to it today. You get the crowd on their feet. Uh, but I, again, when you talk about the clock brigade, I thought, oh, YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually wanted to go back. Speaking of cock, I wanted to go uh, back because I had a question about Morbius. Yeah. Um, you think this is a redemption role for him if he does good for um, Jared Leto as previously to the Joker? He's going to do... I think I think he could, he could do well. I uh, Here's the thing. is like Jared Leto... He's, what he's going to do is he's going to do this movie, whether it's good, bad, or otherwise. After this, he's going to do some, like, artsy period piece, like Dallas Buyers Club. You're going to win himself, like, an Oscar or something like that. It's come back and do a couple of shit movies. You know, like, that's what he did. He was yeah. Dallas Buyers Club. Hey, I'm going to be in Blade Runner, and I'm going to be in uh, or the new yeah, Blade Runner. I kind of liked him. In, did I'm you gonna be I Joker? Like new I one. did like the new one. Um, um, I'm going yeah. to be in Joker. I'm going to be the, the Joker. And now I'm going to be Morbius. And then, hey, uh-oh. Dallas Buyers Club too. No, <laughs> I live longer. Next time, right? <laughs> you know? No, you know he. I'll, a hot take here. He wasn't the worst part of Suicide Squad. Like Suicide Squad doesn't work as a film because uh, the easiest writing would have been the Joker's on the loose, and we have to put together a Suicide Squad of people to track down the Joker. Right, like the Joker's on the rampage. Why don't we get someone that knows him so well? But kind of loves him in Harley Quinn, and then you don't Dead really shot. know if like she's gonna like turn on the group or you know what I mean yeah. as they try yeah. to go after the Joker. But no, you had to bring in uh, this Eclipso kind of chick uh, that, that has like, a giant oh. space garbage in the <laughs> yeah. sky. And, like yeah. I, I thought it was entertaining. The Enchantress, like the worst part. Yeah. The worst part of yeah, that but movie. The, the villain was yeah. The villain was dumb. yeah. It was just like I I actually so I really liked the movie and I was kind of kind of excited that they're doing another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad they're adding more people to it. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Um, I really liked the uh, Jay Hernandez's character. Who oh, was, yeah. Uh, oh, you liked him? Yeah. Uh, to me, he was just bad stereotype, and yeah. I was like, super cholo. Yeah. Oh, God. He was. But I, I just like. But he, it's not. That's not bad stereotype. I have like ten friends like that. Like, I know. With superpowers. <laughs> well, not with superpowers. Oh, I mean, you get them on some 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 uh, angel <laughs> dust. Who <laughs> doesn't superpowers? Super super strength. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, and uh, having James Gunn take over for Suicide yeah. Squad too. So to That's me, great. I thought Suicide Squad was like a cool answer to Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. right? Like we've got these misfits, we throw them together, we put a cool '70s soundtrack to it, and like this is the the variables that go into making uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which was nothing, right? Like people didn't ever talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy before the movie came out, right? And so you tried to replicate it, but you took all the wrong lessons. Uh, and trying to make a movie that looked cool, that used Bohemian Rhapsody, but the story is bananas and the characters are one note and the bad guy no one cares about. Mm-hmm. Now you're taking the director, the guy, the brains behind Guardians of the Galaxy, put him in the driver's seat of your Suicide Squad, and I think he's going to do well. It looks like all the yeah. actors that they're bringing in are going to Yeah, you know why he's going to do well? Because it's going to be a big fuck you to Marvel. That's why. Because like, cause they booted him from, from Guardians and then of the Galaxy 3, they... and then they found out, oh, wait a minute, he's going to work for DC? Oh, shit, we better bring this guy back in. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to finish this other movie first. Then I'm going to give you Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. Um, that's my, that's my favorite streaming. Marvel series. It really is. Yeah. What? Guardians? Uh, yeah, heck yeah, yeah dude. me too. It's, it's amazing. <clears throat> But <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that yeah, I like I like the I like the premise of Suicide Squad. Yeah. I like Killer Croc. I thought they did a did a good job with him. There's rumors that uh so I, I was watching this uh breakdown the other day, the new Harley Quinn mm-hmm. yeah. movie, Birds of Prey, which I actually kinda like 
I'm excited about oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winston. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth yeah. Winston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you bought my ticket already. Yeah, that's right. I'm out. Yeah. And Rosie Pat is like coming out. Hey, Mookie. Hey. <laughs> like, uh, it's just us. Everything I think I'm thinking about. I'm on I'm on Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, what what is it quiche? To you? <laughs> that's like, <laughs> What's quiche? She's great. So I, I love that. But uh, somebody said that there was there was potential rumor that uh, she, she kills off the Joker. Um, I mean, it could Maybe uh, like off screen, that which would kind of yeah. suck. Cause there's like, a whole scene where she like blows up the in the previous shoot, blows up the Acme plant. Somebody's like, she dives out of the car and she's like, just wonder if the Joker was in that car. And she just ducked out and let him like drive into the plant. Because... So it's like open ended kind of deal. Like you want to assume yeah. that he's dead, but my question is, she's got to go back. If they're gonna do, she's gonna be in Suicide Squad two. Then I assume at the end of Bird, Birds of Prey, she's gonna go back to prison. They're gonna capture it. Batman's gonna come in. Uh, Robert Pattinson, Batman. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited about that. So besides Batman, like why? Why do you think DC does so poorly versus Marvel? I like Wonder oh, Woman. Boy, yeah, I did like Wonder Woman. Um, uh, surprisingly, because she's not my favorite character at all. Yeah, but Gail got it. The the thing. Oh, so I've got plenty of thoughts on this. This is a great question, Tank. Um, in, in a nutshell. Uh, Marvel built its empire movie by movie, and we have to go back to Iron Man in 2008. Like, let's think about what Robert Downey Jr. was like in 2008. Like, he was just sort of, kind of clean. Yeah. But even even when they were making the film, they didn't want Robert Downey Jr. to play Iron Man because he was uninsurable. Mm-hmm. And John Favreau had to say, "No, I'm not making this movie with Tom Cruise. I'm not making this movie with anyone else but yeah. RDJ." And it was it was such a big gamble at the time that it but paid he off. Coming, he was coming off Scanner Darkly too with it, you know. Yeah. But that's cast. not yeah. Iron Man. Like that's True. not like a tentpole yeah. movie. He was still he was still like he still was getting his legs back into the movie you world. Know, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, like what, yeah. in 2006. So yeah. everything that Marvel did, though, was they had to, again, build it movie by movie. Uh, you get to 2012, you get the Avengers. This is great. Whereas DC said, let's play catch up now. Like, We're going to start now. You guys did all that hard work and you built up people's, the audience and you taught people who never read comic books. Okay, this is Iron Man. This is Thor. This is Captain America. People who never picked up a comic book a day in their life mm-hmm. can understand and they can go into Avengers thinking, I know what this is about. Boom. DC said, okay, we're going to skip all the hard work and we're going to throw you just... We're going to um, put the eggs in one basket yeah. and, and we're gonna, here's this movie. Yeah, we're going to build out the Justice League before we build out the individual films Yeah, and, and then we're going to work backwards. And like tonal- Justice League should have been the end result of all yeah. that. And totally, like, again, you didn't even get Superman, right? Superman... Uh, oh, should be a, a character of light, a character of like, I'm a good guy, this is good. And if you have your Batman, who's kind of a grime, not grimy, but a darker edged, you have light and shadow, right? Like you have a good, you've got the cowboy that wears the white hat that comes in, that has a square jaw, that does everything the right way. And then you've got a guy who lives off of fear, yeah, who beats rules. people up. Yeah. And so obviously there's going to be a natural tension. And that is the story of Superman versus Batman. Not, well, I'm kind of emo, and nobody likes me, and my dad says I shouldn't use my powers, but I have them anyway. I hate it. And then you've got other guys like, my parents are dead, and like, <laughs> I'm old, and I just drink wine now, and I don't like you either. But really, but Lex and- Luthor was behind it the whole time, and it's like... And then Jesse Eisenberg comes out, and he's like, hey, he's like, hey guys, uh, I built this social network that will actually put uh, superheroes and villains together in the same room, and you guys can be friends online. They're like, Lex, what are you talking about? He's like, he's like, never mind. I've been behind the whole time. I was, that's a different Master. movie. Never mind. Yeah. What did you say? Master. What did you say that yeah. did, did you know my Did you know my mom's name was, was Martha? Oh, 
No. <laughs> uh, and it, to me, the big, I just, and I have a grudge, and this is just a prejudice, but I do not like Zack Snyder. I do not like the director at all. I don't like yeah. Watchmen, the movie. I don't like Watchmen. I don't like uh, 300. I don't like anything. I do like Dawn of the Dead 2004. Yes. Like, that is, yes. that is a, He needs to stick with zombie movies. He's doing actually doing another zombie movie. He's going back to zombies called like Road of the Dead. Yeah. It's a heist movie for Netflix. Interesting. It's, Why uh, don't you like 300 though? 300, oh my god. Okay, A, I hate all the CGI in the background. And it was nothing but just machoistic, xenophobic, like, this is Sparta. Look how tough we are. We hate foreigners. And we hate also the enfeebled. Like, there was that one character that, you know, I guess he was crippled. But he was also, yeah, but he was also like a spy. Throw him off the the Persians. And then the Persians are... Every like Middle Eastern st- again stereotype. It comes back to like this is the bad guys are all just like they are have- different people and and th- you know we're we're men and we're uh, you know perfect and we, peerless. We don't we don't wear a lot of clothes. That dashiki means you're bad. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's it's just you're wearing too much clothes. That's right. <laughs> you're too not revealing enough jewelry. <laughs> that is not meant for the face, but for the hands. And like, like yeah, and the uh, Athenians are like. They're like boy lovers. So, I mean, you go back. This is like 2006 It's it, as a movie because all it is is just like a monster energy drink and a Van Dutch hat like put to, to cinema. And people called it a film. And like, this is great. And I just, I, I hated it. I, I it was, it. It was so. a tr- it's a tr- you can't watch it now and be like, oh, man, what a great masterwork of cinema. They actually played it at the gym the other day when I was there. And I was, that's, a, that's a good um, way to pump, get, get a pump to yeah. you, know? Well, here's what I'll say with the, with the DC, like, universe. Oh, yeah, um, sorry. Good, no, no, good, no, no. Good, it's, good, I mean, I think it ties in together is, like, there are two things. One, to your point, like, they, they didn't take their time with it. Like, how yeah. can you have a Batman versus Superman movie if, right you, don't have a ba- if you don't have a Batman story? Yeah. yeah. Like, that you have told yet. And then you don't, you're never going to get that Batman story, mm-hmm. which sucks even more because... Affleck won't make it, or he's dragging his heels on it. People don't want to work with him. He's got problems. And he know? was a, he was a good Batman. Like yeah. I, will, I always go to yeah. say, he's a good Batman, not a good Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He was decent as Bruce. Like no one does Bruce Wayne well. No one's really done Keaton. Uh, he's done it okay, yes. but I don't think in terms of like Bruce Wayne, especially in different movies, he should be again like a playboy. He should be like James Bond. Like hey, I'm having a couple of drinks, but really like I'm spying on the bad guys. Yeah. I, there was there's a cool scene in Batman v Superman where Batman's trying to hack yeah. into Lex's Daniel network. Craig should be Batman. Oh, we wouldn't be bad. I, I want to see Robert Pattinson. I, I really want yeah, to see... I'm stoked. I guess Colin Farrell is supposed to be the Penguin? Yeah. Uh, they're so they're going to do some, some of the... Those are, those are some hard, hard shoes to fill, man. Yeah. DeVito I mean, nailed I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I like my Penguin's short, paunchy, and bald, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm giving him a shot. I like Colin Farrell too. Yeah. I think I think someone, uh, Mark Bernard, on another podcast, listened to. Um, it used to be. It's called Fat Man Beyond. He says <laughs> about the Penguin. The Penguin is like all of Batman's villains are really just reflections of himself, right? And Oswald Cobblepot is like Bruce Wayne in that he is he's a really rich guy who comes from a rich, you know, uh, family waspy family. Except he turned to evil, right? Like he took the shortcuts. And he's greedy, and all he ever thinks about is kind of whether he's like a gangster or running some sort of like um, like killing off all the children in Gotham, like in Batman Returns. But he he is what Batman would be if Batman maybe just didn't have that kind of like moral compass and just kind of you know said, oh, I hate the world and I'm gonna get what's mine. Um, so that's kind of a neat reflection of of the characters. Uh, the one movie I really like uh, to me, my favorite DC movie. 
that I, it gets better with every watch, and I just love it, is Shazam. Shazam yeah. hit that's, the... That's a, yeah, I totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah, Shazam hit the magic of um, a character that we really hadn't seen before, right, in the past 50 years, at least on movies. Uh, we hadn't seen some serials of, like, the 40s, right? We had not yeah. seen Shazam. Uh, it had a likable guy in Zachary Levi who could be light. He understood that this character is, I'm a boy that now has superpowers. I'm big, but with Superman's powers. And uh, it, it was an easy enough story to follow along. Hey, I'm a kid. Almost like Harry Potter. I'm a kid that finds out I'm special. I don't really think I'm special, but I get powers. And I've got another guy, an adult, that wants to steal these powers. And it's also the core of the film, the heart of the film, is about family. About being a kid that's an orphan whose parents didn't even want him and he has to live with his foster family. And the foster family takes him in and he slowly realizes at the end of the film that his brothers and sisters of, of this foster family and his parents really do love him and he comes to accept that. And like that's the heart of the film which makes it you know really really touching when they're like billy we love you you know you're my brother and he's like i don't know you and you know it but that's the 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 you know right the beating heart of the film which makes it so good so yeah give me more shazam like what an exciting character yeah. uh, everything else is fine aquaman's fine it's a little long Did not like aquaman um wonder woman was great the first two thirds but the third act with like aries like a i knew aries was the bad guy because it was uh, my favorite Lupin from Harry Potter. Hello, Harry. You know, you know, Wonder Woman. It's just all bad guys coming around. You know, all, you can look at me. You can trust me, right? And you're like, oh, he's the bad guy because he's got an ugly, like, British accent. And, like, yeah. Stereotypes. He's like, you're you're in a land of Amazonians and you're fugly, so you got to be the bad guy. <laughs> all right, you know, yeah. I'm really a god of war. In this World War One, you see, I'm just wreaking off all the powers and the death and, you know, Maelstrom, and that gives me powers. It does. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, David Poole's. Yeah, uh, right on. Spot on. Is, is spot on. Um, yeah, I, I'll just say, like, um, that I feel like they're, I feel like their directors are a lot of misguided and I think that part of that comes from the studio is trying to like crank out these pictures, yeah. like giving a lot of thought to them. Yeah. So I think we got a lot of stuff that just nobody wants to follow through on because nobody wants to do another Batman movie. Yeah. Superman's dead. You yeah. know I mean, but I'm hoping that they're kind of turning the corner. I mean, I am excited for the new Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Um, I Kristen Wiig is as the the villain, the cheetah. The, the cheetah. I was like, damn. All right, let's let's see that. See, let's, dope. See that. Yeah. So yeah, she's she, good looking. You know. Uh, get the cheat out. I think like what you said yeah. too is like Superman, Batman. Hey, put them, yeah. lock them away for another ten years. Yeah, bring them back. Don't touch them. Give us characters yeah. that we've not seen before. A lot of the, the that's, that's the problem. Yeah, too. a lot of the the magic is show me a character like Aquaman that I've not seen on uh, movies before. I don't have thirty years of movies about Aquaman. The movie's not great or perfect by any stretch, but it's entertaining because I've not seen it before. You know, what I thought was awesome. I don't know if you guys watched the uh, the TV show Flash. Oh yeah. Which, by the way, I would say. The one thing DC has gotten right is, is their television programming because I love all the shows yeah. that they put out. And recently they did a, a huge crossover event. Um, the Crisis on the Infinite Crisis Earth. On, uh, yep, on Infinite Earth. And in that, in the final episode, they actually had uh, the Justice League Barry Allen, Ezra, Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller. Oh, don't pop, even get me started. Pop, but he popped up as a cameo, which uh, <laughs> here's the thing is 
I do not like Ezra Miller as, yes. as, as, as a Flash. Thank you. He is too fucking dumb. Yes. And that's, that was my biggest complaint about the Justice League movie is like, Barry Allen is smart as fuck. Why is he acting like an idiot? Like, he's goofy. Yes. Yeah. He's supposed to be like, he's supposed to be like, uh, a little, little, what's, a, little, what's brunch uh, about uh, here? Yeah, a little naive. Uh. But, but like, not to the point of being like, this guy's a savant. Like, you know? <laughs> like, there's, you know, and, and so Ezra Miller's version of like, uh, Barry Allen, it was like, dude, you're dumbing this guy down way too much because here's here's a guy who's supposed to be super intelligent. He works for the crime lab. He, he's just a generally smart guy, mm-hmm. and you're just making him seem like an idiot. Like he's a great Flash is a great character, absolutely. Um, and I honestly think they would have they did this as a huge injustice. Like when Justice League was this <coughs> big petition for the uh, the Flash the Snyder show. Oh. Or like Flash uh, movie, mm-hmm. independently, they wanted the guy who did the uh, Grant Gustafson, who does the Flash on the show, to be that Barry Allen, because like yeah. he does such a great job as Barry Allen. But the cool thing is, I was like, all right, well, the good thing about these Infinite Earths is that like, there's more than one Flash, absolutely, and so I can I can still enjoy my uh, my TV Flash and not have to appreciate the. Uh, and I was like, man, if they just took the Suicide Squad and put it on the small screen, yeah, that would be great because they do like they do great crossover events. They have Supergirl. They have uh, they have Black Lightning. They mm-hmm. have the Arrow. Um, they have the Flash. They have now they have Batwoman yeah. in there as well, which I, um, you know, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Ruby, Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose was not. She's very. She's uh, a wooden actress. She's very androgynous, androgynous oh, but yeah. uh, like intriguing in a way. Um, but I think she's she's good. Like she just does a good job. But like they do a fantastic job crossing all these things over and like. Having these crossing the Legends of Tomorrow is like is amazing. Yeah. Like that's that's a great one too. But it's those like to your point, Adam. Like it's those characters that like no, they'll like they'll hint upon other like Batman and Superman and stuff like that. But like they, I mean, so obviously Superman pops up in a, in a very uh, like minor way. Mm-hmm. But Supergirl's the, the prime <laughs> person. But, you know, Batman, and all those other guys, like they don't ever pop up. It's these these like kind of side characters that don't get a lot of like play. Yeah. That are awesome. So I'm Derek. I'm just so glad you have articulated years of my feelings. Uh, inside baseball, uh, James Dean and I. Uh, not so much James. He would just kind of sit. But there's another. I'm going to call him um, Aldo, who prefers <laughs> Ezra Miller. And he and I have had verbal sparring matches that go on for years about who's a superior Flash. And obviously, it's Grant Gustin. Yes. Um, over Ezra Miller. And so when I, I'm sitting on my couch, right, last week. I'm sitting on my couch watching this. And to me, the crossover was fine. It was yeah. a little long. It, it was the best long. crossover. I don't like the moderator's a bad guy. Yeah, it was, was my favorite. Uh, he was high moderator. Yeah. He, um, um, but anyways, I'm sitting on the couch watching. My wife's in the other room. And I gasp. I go, <gasps> and she goes, what? She thinks, like, maybe I lit something on fire or I dropped something <laughs> or I've broken something. Ah, and she comes out and I'm... Screaming at the TV, and on the vi- I took a video, and she goes, "Oh, shut up!" And it's Ezra Miller and Grant Gustin. And, like, and you know, the nice thing about the the crossovers, they had brought people from the movies um, and different TV shows that were on twenty years ago just to stop. They even had Burt Ward, the original Robin from the yeah, Adam West Batman, like cool. show up for five seconds, like holy smokes, you know. Wow. So that yeah. that was the cool part, but I didn't know Ezra Miller, and apparently it turned out that. Uh, a Warner Brothers executive had called the CW, uh, the CW guys, and said, "Hey, man, is there any way we can get Ezra Miller in on this?" And they're like, "Are you serious?" 
like, yeah, no, no. Is there any way we can do it? They're like, yeah, we've already filmed everything. We didn't think that the DC movies wanted anything to do with us. And they're like, no, no, no. This would be really cool because we're trying to get another Flash movie with Ezra Miller. I think it would just be super cool to have him. They said, yeah, sure, fly him up to Vancouver. So they went to Vancouver, put on the, the outfit. Again, this was all in post. Yeah. Filmed it, and it was just like, uh, hey, you're the Flash too? And Grant Gustin's like, yeah, no, I'm in the middle of trying to save the universe. Oh, yeah. Cyborg told me this would happen. I told Vic, yeah, this would happen. And, and um, cool, I was so cool mad. Suit, cool, cool suit. Looks very breathable. Yeah. It was, oh, my gosh. Uh, but, it, again, the TV shows, you know what the TV shows did? They built it off of one show, which was Arrow. And, okay, this is a decent show. Yeah. Oh, let's introduce The Flash and let's introduce Ray Palmer, the Adam. You know what I mean? They started yeah. introducing small characters. The and way then, Marvel did it in the big Exactly. Movie. So they, yeah. they did that. They took their time. They built the audience and they educated the audience. Now, I personally, like my dad and I, we tried to watch Arrow when it first came out. It was okay. I, I, I didn't, we didn't keep up with it. But once you said, next fall, they're going to do a Flash show. Boom. We were on Flash from yep. the beginning. Me too. Uh, Supergirl <laughs> comes out. Like, oh, I'm really into Supergirl. Yeah. And I really liked uh, Legends of Tomorrow. The other thing I would like to point out, if you haven't watched Eric, I don't know if you have the DC app, but Titans on there is yeah. tremendous. Yeah. And Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. It's my favorite. I do the DC app. And, do, and I specifically got it solely for the Doom Patrol. Um, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great. Uh, and, uh, Timothy Dalton. Yes. Yes. I mean, he's got a whole bunch of really great uh, actors in there. There's two people, um, and I, I think, I, <coughs> again, I mean, I know I have we have, I have two movie podcasts, uh, but I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay. Um, but I, I think there was a, a show where Lobo was in it. Yeah, he was uh, on he was Krypton. Like, yeah, he was in Krypton. So and, and, and I yeah. saw, like, pictures of him. He looked yeah. whack. He was skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, it's like Lobo's is big, like almost like uh, Jason Momoa size yeah. guy. Jason Momoa know? would have been the perfect like central casting or even Roman of Lobo. Yeah, wrestling. You need a big. This guy was too skinny. The show of Krypton was on uh, Sci Fi. Was like the adventures of Superman's grandpa while yeah. still on Krypton. Yeah, and uh, a time traveler, Adam Strange, comes back and says, "Hey." Your grandson, oh, uh, newsflash, this planet's going to blow up, but your grandson is going to be rocketed. Uh, this planet called Earth, he's going to be called Superman. Um, so, you know, it's almost like Back to the Future, right? So he talks to the grandfather, and he's like, hey, man, you need to, like, hook up with this chick uh, so you can have babies because this baby's going to become Superman. But also the, this planet that we're on is going to explode. So go with it. That's a weird premise. Uh, so I heard I, it was yeah. pretty good. I didn't watch it myself. I, I yeah. didn't watch it, and apparently, I just love Lobo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. apparently they were going to do a, a Lobo spinoff show, yeah. like, and it got that would be great. And, and it got nixed. Oh, oh, come on. But, but I just read the other day that uh, Michael Bay is attached to doing a version of Lobo for oh, the big screen. Michael Bay was made to do Lobo, like. Yeah. It's just, it, but see, Lobo was everything about like '80s and '90s comics that were just obnoxious, like big guns, and yeah. it was. A commentary on like cable and all these guys that just had big guns and were dumb. And I hate, uh, I hate what they did to cable, man. Like, cable's one of my favorite from the X Force and Deadpool. Uh, yeah, and, and again, know, I, another I, I didn't think it was that bad. I, I you know, funny thing is, I always thought, I thought that cable was black. Well, it's Bishop, but he, Bishop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then yeah. I was like, then I realized another, I another, another big dude. dude with like a huge gun They're that traveled big through time. Dudes, yeah. yeah, oh, and but the other one, the other one for uh, DC. 
It's like, okay, we've had 80 billion Batman movies. Why not give us Batman Beyond? Like, how? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's so easy. Yeah. And you can bring back Keaton, and he can be in the oh wheelchair because he's older. That'd be so... And I think it shows, like, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which I love yeah. dearly, mm-hmm. showed that you can do that. You can introduce another character as Spider-Man, as Batman, if he's younger, maybe a person of color. Uh, and audience are like, cool, because, you know... What also worked too with the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is you had your standard Spider-Man and Jake Johnson, like the Spider-Man we've seen in movies, yeah. and 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 but then you had Miles Morales, which was an interesting new take on a character. Why can't you do that with Batman Beyond right. and do something uh, you know, again, into, tell into, a fresh story with into the, the Batverse. Into yeah. the Batverse. Um I'm excited they're gonna do a uh, into the Spider-Verse part two. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, and I, I was really hoping that like they would uh have you ever seen that episode of Simpsons where Homer goes to the real world? Yeah, and he's like a real world. I was like, man, that'd be so great if they did that with Bob Morales, and if he's like the cartoon, but he's in the real world and he runs into Andrew Garfield and like Tom <laughs> yes. and stuff. That'd be that'd be amazing. Or like their cartoon versions of it. Do you think they could do it with uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, like everyone all together? I, I was yeah. kind of hoping they did that. Uh, I, I, have you seen any of the Spider Verse? I know. Thing? There's this beautiful Third scene. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the meme of where the Spider Man's like pointing at each other. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. at the end of the movie. They get Oscar Isaac, who sounds and looks so much like Jake Johnson, right? Uh-huh. He's Spider-Man 2099, yes. and he's like, okay, well, we need to go back to the beginning. We need to go to 67. And they go to Spider-Man 67, which is the old cartoon, the Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man. And he comes out, and this guy goes, well, who the heck are you? And he was Spider-Man. And he goes, yeah. no, I'm, I'm Spider-Man. I'm here to help you. And he goes... Why are you pointing at me? And he goes, I'm not pointing at you. You're pointing at me. And he goes, you're the one who's pointing. So then they have a Spider-Man meme of like the two of them pointing at each other. And like it has stupid old uh, J. Jonah Jameson's like, well, shoot one of them. <laughs> and like, you're the one who's pointing at me. That's awfully rude. You're the one pointing. Yeah, that, was a, that was a great, that was a great end scene. Just like a little <laughs> gag. But, but I like that they, they include like some, some not so... Well-known Spider-Man too. They had Noir Spider-Man, yeah, which was Nick Cage, uh, which he did the voice of that. <coughs> um, plays a great Noir Spider-Man. Spider-Ham was the Spider-Ham. best. John Mulaney Spider-Ham. Oh, That's nice. right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Nicholas Cage, National Treasure Three. I heard about really? that. Are yeah. we running out of treasures to to find <laughs> uh, to search for? Um, you know, it's really funny. So I was watching. Uh, well, I said a while, but I was watching The Rock, and then I heard about National Treasure, and then I was like thinking to myself, like. It'd be really funny if like they were the same person because at the very end he finds out who's he finds the treasure of like thanks to uh at the end of the rock he finds uh the microfiche of who shot kennedy oh uh, at the very end i'm like it's a little, like a little tidbit of a uh, national treasure sprinkled in in the you can't do the, the crossover. You, you can't like that crossover and not like my Matrix 4 <laughs> and John Wick crossover. I, didn't I say like it. Crossover. I know. I, I dug that. When I heard that, I God thought... God damn it. I and thought, it comes out on the same day. What if What if we could do... It's some... perfect marketing. You can't lose. Your Kanu or your Kanu. They just throw Bill and Ted's out on the same day, too, and just let it all happen together. Bill and Ted sends the... Fe- oh, oh, my God. Oh, okay. So <laughs> what if John Wick is... So I don't know. Neo just taking... The blue pill, right? Like, if he's just like, I want to live in a fantasy, yeah. and the machines are like, well, what if we made you the most killer, like, badass dude alive? Well, like, you like, need a little if, pain what and if, suffering. Well, what if John Wick was, um, what if John Wick was just a, uh, they put him in, after, yeah. after he lends, gets taken away at the very end of the, the third Matrix, Neo's oh, yeah. taken away. What if they put him in a training simulator for John Wick to train him to come back and, like, be the destroyer Evil of, John uh, Wick. Evil Neo. Well, no, not even that. Not even that he's evil Neo. It's just that he, they need somebody so well trained to fight the machines and and uh, 
you know, in the bad guys that they they need to like put him because he's not, a, you know, he's a fighter. But it's almost like, like a Super Saiyan like Goku. Yeah. Like yeah. I have to train in this thing for like weeks on end yeah. before I'm tough enough to get Frieza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe and maybe everybody he kills this after him is uh is part of the program. Or what if Bill and Ted failed? And that it became the Matrix future. Or, like, what it, or what if it's a situation where they're, uh, Bill and Ted don't just travel time and they go to the multiverse. And that is just an alternative version of Ted. Oh, my God. Like, Theodore. Is it Theodore yeah, Logan? Yeah, I mean, because he could be, Logan he'd be John, John, John Theodore Wick. <laughs> John that's, oh that's, that's That's right. And, uh, and, and I don't know. Was, and and uh, Mr. The, uh, Thomas Theo Anderson. Esquire. Esquire. <laughs> yeah. I, guys, we are writing this right now. Like, like, this is and, why we have this podcast. And the, and the Matrix is, uh, is uh, what's his, uh, Ted, it's, uh, what's Ted, the, no, he's Ted Deere Logan. He's yeah. a Bill Preston. Bill Preston Bill, Esquire. Bill Preston Esquire is the Matrix. <laughs> what if Bill's grandfather was in oh, A Walk to Remember? <laughs> well, right? Well, you know, uh, in Bill and Ted's too, Misty, uh, oh. Misty does... Marry that guy, the uh, the old guy from the future. Uh, oh, was it uh, Dieter or something like that, right? Like uh, uh, I forgot. I've not seen. We're going too far down the rabbit hole. Oh my god, that's because well, we took the red pill. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, but isn't also red pill like those awful like men's rights activists? <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't want to. No, I don't want to sully these airwaves with these. these I don't. I don't want to promote that either. Yeah. But uh, uh, but uh, yeah. So the. Oh man, the six degrees oh, uh, of Theodore Logan. Oh yeah, it's uh yeah it was uh Denobius was the uh was the bad guy. Denobius. Uh, I just yeah. remember was it, it station or function? What was station? Little, station. What station. station. <laughs> and they're like sumo wrestlers, yeah. and then they become that one big thing. Oh That's man, right. uh, what was going on in the early '90s that we thought, yeah, this is cool. Like this is awesome. movies because that would yeah. I mean, like even you think about like like uh, what's yeah. that movie that, uh, that had Keanu Reeves in it too? Where they turned Bram into Bram Stoker's Dracula? Was it Freak Show? Not Freak Show. Um, Giant Mnemonic. Wait, the, what? The, the one I talked about. There were they they get turned into <coughs> they, like, they go to this carnival. They turn into like yeah freaks. Yeah freaks. Sorry, there we go. The old freaks from the thirties. No, 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 no. The no. one with Alex Winters. Yeah. Oh. So they're both in it too. Yeah. But that was the nineties. That's the type of movies that like just. I mean, you you think about the the craziness and the wonkiness of, of the movies. Like that's what it was, and it was entertaining, and no one quite really questioned. I mean, we yeah. were living a a golden age of America when that was a movie. And you're like, this is cool. Yeah, now everything's you're take going it so great. Yeah, yeah, this is fun, dude. Let's all drink some high C and put on some like then, uh, OP top uh, ciders, and then oh, 9-11. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and you, and you know, you know who is also in Bill and Ted, the new one, Face the Music. Love my life, Samara Weaving. Really? Yeah, she plays. She pays. Uh, she look like now? Thea Preston. Uh, plays Ooh. plays Bill S. Preston Esquire's uh, daughter, I think. Oh man! So, I'm super excited. Hello. Look, Tank. Right. If if this uh, Matrix John Wick crossover doesn't work, why can't we do Johnny Mnemonic and the Matrix? I mean, it's it's the same film. It's the same film. Or Skinner Darkly. Uh, Anyways, uh, so yeah, so yeah, so anyway, hey, so what did y'all watch this week? <laughs> yeah, hi. that was the intro of the show. Oh, oh my gosh, the preamble. Uh, no, we uh, anything lately that I've seen that's like 
tough guy movies. One, one of the things I guess we could talk about too is just with the Academy Awards. Um, I know this is oh the Going Commando God. podcast, but I always like to call these films, quote, tough guy movies. These are movies that my brother and I watch where you have to be like overly um, masculine, right, and use harsh language. Yeah. And it's either about cops or like sure. Scorsese films or like something like Commando or Predator where stuff blows up. But along those lines, The Irishman. Right, the Irishman uh, grabbed a lot of uh, Academy Awards. Uh, my, in short, the Irishman, it's a fine movie that should have been made 30 years ago, yeah. or just with different actors. It's way too long, uh, and it's a greatest hits, right? Like it's a, it's a movie that. Have you seen Goodfellas? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Casino? Those are good films. Watch have you those. Seen Heat? <laughs> yeah, Heat. I'm not crazy about. Get out. Oh, my Get God. Out. You know what I am crazy about? Righteous Kill, 2006 thriller <laughs> with Al Pacino and uh, Robert De Niro. My brother and I went to see this at, uh, at a movie theater here that served alcohol. And it was 2006. And so we both had pitchers of beer. And I'm drinking. And midway through the movie, I just shout out in the theater, he's the killer. Oh, no. And I was right. And I was right. But I was drunk at the time. My brother goes, shut up. Shut up. Keep it down. Hey, this was at the old Galaxy Theater, or the Rialto. I don't know if you know oh, the Rialto. I bet you the Rialto. Ugh. Oh, wow. Oof. Yeah. Oof. But I, I shouted a, at the top of my drive. lungs who the... Uh, well, when I, first, when I first moved to Texas, I lived up... Um, like 35. So, I, I, yeah, I lived up near Universal City. Oh, okay. hey, so my backyard. I, so when I first... Uh, sorry, I lived... Uh, I had an apartment there for like about a month mm-hmm. uh, while I was waiting to, to find a house. Um, so it was right there. So I would drive by there. So it was like learning the area. Mm-hmm. So I went there, and at first I was like... Wow, this is great. We don't have anything like this back back home. Uh, went to a movie there. They had drinks, and it was great. And then I started going to other theaters, and I was like, "Oh, oh fuck, Lord. This is, <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm in the ghetto." I'm in the ghetto. <laughs> oh, I no, no, I, I did area. No, no, no. I mean, okay. I just went to movie theater. Like, I saw Mortal Kombat at that movie theater. I've wow. seen all like uh, Batman and Forever. Yeah. Like, I've seen all the movies of the '90s. I saw when it was called The Galaxy. Oh, yeah. It was never great. It was never a great movie theater. But I, I, I saw. It just looks sticky. The floor, yeah, everything is sticky. The walls are sticky. Yeah. Um, I saw Revenge of the, the Sith, or the, the third of the prequel movie there in the 2006. And uh, I show up, right, and it's a, it's a midnight movie, and my brother and I are going to go because we're real jazzed about it. And there's a guy in his mom's bathrobe and another guy in a Boba Hat, Mo, Boba Hat, Boba Boba Fett, uh, helmet with a backpack. And the guy goes, I need not pay for tickets for I am a Jedi. The lady's like, Oh, that'll be twelve fifty. Like, I need not pay for tickets for I am a Jedi. I'm like, what a loser! As my brother and I shuffled in and saw this movie, and we, I pay? guess we couldn't wait for uh, the next day to see uh, what was it, Revenge of the Sith or whatever. So good. It is good. No, it's it's the best of the prequels. It's a good. And then comparing to the Star Wars movies now, it's actually pretty solid. Like it, it holds up if you compare it to the new People movies. People say it's the worst, right. but I was like, but how is it the worst? No, Attack of the in there. Yeah. My uh, my son, t- so we we went to go see the new Star Wars movie today. Yeah, he hadn't seen it, and and I saw it initially, and I was like, he was just begging me to go see it again, and I'm like, you know, dude, all right, I'll take I'll take you to go see it. Like I I don't care if I didn't care much for it. Like I'll yeah. I'll go watch it again with you. And so we leave, we leave, and he's like, we're sitting in the draft house, and just the credits are going off. Like ready? He's like, yeah. He goes, Dad, before I give you my thoughts, like what did your uh, <laughs> what did what did you think about it? And I'm like. Wasn't that bad? I'm like, what do you think? He's like, I don't think it's appropriate for me to say in this theater. So, oh I'm like, so we're we're, le- we're leaving, and I'm like, he's like, here. I'm like, you know what? Let's not let's have the conversation in the car because I people are waiting in line. I don't want to if anybody's waiting to see it. I don't want you. 
So we're, we're driving down the road a few minutes out, like take the turn. And I'm like, so wait, what did you think? He's like, well, I'm trying to articulate how terrible it was. He's like, it wasn't as bad as cats. Well, <laughs> he they, saw cats? No, but he just heard it's terrible. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, well, I was sure shit, hope not. And he's like, he's like, but he's like, out of all the bad guys you could have ever brought him back, in all the Star Wars history, you brought back this decrepit old man. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You bring, you bring you bring back Palpatine. He's like, which two things. He's like, one, you couldn't have brought back like Darth Maul or somebody right. who's like a badass. He's like, you bring back this old dude. He's like, and he's like, what does that mean for D- Vader? His death is pointless at this point. He's yeah. like, he's like, because he throws Palpatine off the edge and like dies doing good. He's yeah. like, just to have it undone. He's like, so what? Like you're going to have the same thing happen to like Kylo Ren, except he's not going to come back. He's going to be a force ghost. <laughs> a force uh, ghost. He's like, where did they go? He's like, I just, that I don't understand either, Daddy. He's like, where, where did they go? He's like, yeah, I get it. They used up all their force energy, but like, where the hell does their body go? <laughs> he's, like, Le- he's like, Leia's been dead like under the blanket for like two days, and all of a sudden she now just disappears. He's dead for like two <laughs> seconds, and he just, poof, magically gone. Uh, you know, insights. he should be on the show. He should. Yeah, I was like, as I told my wife, I'm like, I'm like, he has all my love of cinema and all the critiquingness of Siskel Ebert and <laughs> James Dean all rolled into one. <laughs> oh my god, um, no, just, <laughs> mini Jimothy, oh little mini Jimothy. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, I'm like, all right, I'm like, well, you know, buddy, it's it's a sci-fi movie. Yeah. You kind of just have to take it with a grain of salt. Like, it's like the, uh, you know, you know, it's almost of uh, like the futuristic Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, I was like, every, if you like some person, you know, they die. And... One, one, one thing I'd heard too was uh, from a big Star Wars fan uh, named Mike. He said, like, I'm just glad we got an ending. I'm just glad it ended. Not, not all movies get that. And I was like, that's like the saddest, most backhanded compliment. Yeah. Like, at least it ended. Yeah. At least it ended. Um, Kinda. I was thinking to myself, you know, one of the reasons that, like, let's say Lord of the Rings worked, like the first Lord of the Rings movies work, is because the plot itself is super simple. The plot is, I have this ring, and we have to destroy it. Do you want to come with me to destroy it? Okay. There's a bad guy that's trying to kill us, but I have to destroy this ring. Do you want to come with me? Cool. That's the plot. Yeah. That is the entire plot. Now you've got all kinds of characters. You've got a whole Middle Earth. You've got this huge sprawling canvas. But the plot is, do you want to come with me to destroy this ring? That's the action. Cool. That's yeah. that's that's all it is. And then, and then it's just everything happens of the journey. But yeah. you still only yeah. have that one singular goal in mind. The action, which is to the destroy the ring. Yeah, exactly. And 100%. now you've got this this um, you know this ladder trilogy that had too many cooks in the kitchen. It's a you know what do they call it? Uh, a camel because it's a horse drawn by committee. Um, the movie itself is too long. Again, I, I, I cannot watch a movie that's over two hours and it just has so many like twists and turns and stuff that doesn't make sense. I personally thought if you streamlined the movie, if this movie was just Kylo Ren is a bad guy, like I'm the, I'm the monster heel now and Ray is a good guy, like just the super baby face. You just have these two people and they have to fight it out. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's as easy and it's as old as time um, and that's the story. Like the story would have yeah. just been... It would have been good. And or, then, boom, end. Or if you're going to do a redemption story, okay? If you're going to do a true redemption story, start the movie off with with him wanting to be redeemed. Like for Kylo Ren, right? Yeah. Or ben, ben Solo. Whatever you want to call him is his surname, Solo. Because 
he starts with the whole movie with like knowing that Palpatine is out there. Palpatine's been pulling the strings. Palpatine is pretty much the whole reason that he's a douche canoe in the first place. <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. And Palpatine's like, no, you will kill this girl. And I won't tell you why I want you to kill her. And, and he's like, okay, sure. Like, I'm going to go out there and kill her. Like, <laughs> I got nothing going on. But you know what? Like, honestly, it, it should have been at that point where he's like, Okay, great. Leaves and is like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna go join the resistance. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna work together to kill Palpatine. I'm gonna redeem myself through the whole movie and show you why I'm a redeeming person." And but then again, it. it's like your son saying, "Like then Han, Han's death is is pointless yeah. too." Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I guess that that gives the like extra yeah. redemption, but it's like, no, dude, you already killed your dad. But like, do you remember? Do you remember when I was really bad? But I'm, I'm good now. Yeah, it's like, no, he's like, dude, you killed your dad. <laughs> I know, that's like, that's like, you know, to me, watching it, and, and obviously it's a fictional thing, but his redemption story at the end would be as if, like, you know, uh, Hitler. Um, <laughs> you know what, guys? My bad. Uh, free them all up. Hope y'all can forgive me. Let's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It, it, Hitler, like, all of a sudden did something nice for one of the allies, and then like, <laughs> his dying breath, she's like, I didn't like Hitler, but I loved Adolf. And then they made out. Yeah. And then it's like, goodbye, sweet prince. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. It never works. You blew up planets, dude. Yeah. Like, three pl- his, millions his, of people on that planet. You blew up a whole fucking planet. And three you, planets. Remember? Because they, they had the right. three little lasers that That's go right. in the That's beginning. Three, and then on top of that, like, don't you blow up a bunch of planets. You kill your mom. You led to the death. You, well, you killed kill your, your dad. dad. You pretty much... Your mom had to kill herself just to distract you long enough. And, I mean, Jesus, man, it's like... What is you, he? Who is he, Vegeta? Just, yeah, he's just like, yeah, you're just genocidal maniac. And he's and, the only one that can get away with it. And then he... But it's like, oh... I will, well, I will say, cute. the person that has, like, the, the longest kind of, like, career arc that makes most sense is Emperor Palpatine. All he wants to do in all nine movies is find a kid to take over the family farm. He thinks he finds a kid in uh, in in Anakin, right, yeah. and kind of raises him up and, and does things behind the scene, only to have him kind of Going like to the turn it over on him. He has a kid that doesn't want to take over the family business, uh, who has a grand, who has another kid in in Ray, right, doesn't want to take over the family business. Uh, tries to get Kylo Ren, but Kylo Ren kind of does. Right? Yeah. Tries to get Luke. Like, all he's ever doing is trying to get kids to take over the goddamn family. I just want to die already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm leaving it in your hands, and we're like, yeah. I don't think so. You know, you know what I blame? I, millennials, <laughs> like, space millennials, the, Millennium the, Falcons, the, the Millennial Falcons, the Millennial Falcons, space millennials. The thing Falcons. is, Palpatine is is uh, a repeating episode of To Catch a Predator. Honestly, yeah. like he he is he's like <laughs> go ahead and sit down. He's like go ahead and sit down. Uh, so uh, Palpatine, look like uh, we read the chat transcripts, and you've been here before. I was just trying why, to tell him. I was why? just trying to tell him not to trust guys like not me. Not to trust guys like me. <laughs> I, was, I was telling him don't kill everybody. I was trying the, to be a mentor toward. That's right. <laughs> I, I was trying to tell him don't don't kill everybody in the universe. That's what I was trying to say. But the but the tra- chat transcripts say fucking kill them all. <laughs> Every last space scum. It was role playing. We were just role playing. Okay, right. Excuse me. Who are you? Uh, uh, you don't even know who I am right now. Uh, am I free to go? Am I free oh, to go? I'm going go, to go, go, go into hiding for thirty years, and then I'm going to come back, and then uh, I'm going to try this all over again. And then he does, it and Chris Hansen comes up and be like, uh, "Palpatine, buddy. Um, we well, just, we, we, we just, just met thirty years you. ago. Literally, I was in here with Luke. 
and we're having this conversation, and now we're back again. And you're and you're trying to you, you've changed it up now. And you're getting with this this Ben Solo character. That's and one of my favorite episodes of To Catch a Predator is when it was actually one of the first seasons where you see the guy come back again. The one yeah, that at McDonald's. The one at McDonald's. Like, and dude, he, he literally goes. In all my years of journalism, I've what? never been short for words. I, I can't go to McDonald's now. I was just getting something to eat. What? I was just getting something to eat. I was just getting something to eat. Yeah, let me read you the, the chat transcripts. Um, oh. that, is, that, is, that is Palpatine oh. in a nutshell. Exactly. Yeah, just one guy who has not learned after three episodes of Catch Predator. Like, and it's three not generations, work out. right? Yeah. Like Anakin, yeah. Luke, Ray, like, you know, just give up. Like, yeah. just, or, you know, give to somebody else. Like, there was that one guy that was like, I've really been loyal to you. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Why don't you take over? Yeah. Like, why are you choosing, like, Skywalkers and Skywalker family? Like, yeah. or friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, hey, stay away from them. Like, they're, they're, they're bad news. They don't like you. Apparently, in the future, you could also just identity theft people like the Hulk. Like, she's at the very end, spoiler, and she's like, What's your name? Ray. Ray Skywalker. <laughs> Ray Skywalker. That was such, that's, what? That's like such a grown you moment. You don't have to like. You, oh, you okay, you cool. That's legit. That's oh, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. You, sounds good. This is their farm. You know. Do you want to move in? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. It was. It was will to me. I just don't have the documents right now. So you're just gonna give it to me, right? <laughs> what, what are you burying in the yard? Nothing. No. Uh, then I'm gonna see here. Mind your damn business. Here's a question: Why would you bury the lifesavers too? That's what I wanted to know. Um, like, are you just never gonna wield a lifesaver again? Is she gonna operate the moisture farm now? Or what's gonna happen? Like, and that was a that was a three person job with Uncle Owen, Aunt Baru, and and, and Luke, and, and he wanted to just go to Tashi and, for and power he, converters. And he built robots to help yeah. him. You can play with your friends later. I need you for another season, uh, Luke. The the best part of the entire movie though was a little guy who worked on uh, C three P. Oh yeah, uh, and we'll get some little <laughs> Barack. What was his name? Boo. I, oh. I want to say Bebo, but I'm thinking of uh, yeah. Crisis. Um, um, I think though that also leads to like why the Mandalorian works. Like the Mandalorian works because a you don't have to tie anything back really to the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian's canvas is um, space anarchy. Really, it's space anarchy. Like, there's no real. There's a power vacuum. You have old soldiers that are now just mercenaries, and you've got people that are just trying to scrape a living to get by. And uh, it's kind of like, I guess, like the fallout of the Civil War. Like, there there is no real power uh, in the country anymore, and you've got soldiers that that were fighting, and you've got money that's in currency that's useless. Uh, but it's a cool little backdrop, and I think that's why the. And again, what's the story of the Mandalorian? The story is. Oh. I've got this kid. <laughs> Bab- Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Ah, Babu and Boba Frick. Head. Babu Frick. Boba Head. Boba, Boba Head. <laughs> but no, I think that's um, what, again, the Mandalorian is, is I've got a kid and we're on the run. Yeah. Um, Mandalorian on the run. And, uh, surprisingly enough, just. Um, and on the run. <laughs> uh, surprisingly enough, Poe Demeron's uh, love interest in that was is Carrie Russell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. did not know that because she didn't take her helmet yeah. off at yeah. all. Yeah, she didn't have to. Uh, well, I was like, that was a very form-fitting I, uh, space out. Well, she was blonde. I totally thought it was somebody else. Like through the whole movie. No, watching enough Americans, I know those eyes anywhere. Like, oh my god! You're like, you're oh, a double agent. and you know who's good uh, in another movie? Is that Billy Lord, the daughter of Carrie Fisher? Yeah. Uh, she's there for like a couple of seconds. Like, oh, uh, Empress, uh, uh, General, <laughs> we need to do something. I'm like, all right, whatever. But I've seen her in that Booksmart. Oh, boy, howdy. <laughs> this isn't Bo- the Commando Bo- podcast, yeah. but Booksmart. Amer- Check it out. American Bo- Horror Story. She's an Amer- American Horror Bo- Story, too. She looks a lot like her grandmother, Shirley yeah. MacLaine, I think. Yeah. More than Carrie Fisher. Well, guys. Uh, Are we out of time? We, Have we talked? Uh, yeah, we talked. To Didn't much. get to our topic of the day, which was going to be Predator. We talked about to catching a Predator, which would have been an awesome segue. But unfortunately, uh, we are having uh, almost out of time here. 
I, I wanted to read to you. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, Derek, or maybe uh, uh, Adam. Uh, but I saw a funny, funny IMDb for an actual movie. Oh, okay. Uh, the Velocipaster. I yes. heard about this. I just watched it. Are you serious? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Let, let me let me read the uh, let's hear it. the plot to it, yeah. and it, I was like, this is this is this can't be real. James, I think we were talking about it in the horror podcast. Yeah, I think so too. That's why it sounded familiar. But after losing his parents, a priest travels to China, where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first horrified by this new power, a prostitute convinces him to use it to fight crime and ninjas. Story <laughs> checks out. I gotta yeah. say. You know, you know what I'm seeing. You guys may be seeing a B movie. I'm thinking Jurassic World three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you say B movie, <laughs> and I say uh, Jeff Goldblum. That's right. <laughs> Velocipasser is going to help wheel in all the dinosaurs with uh, with Sam Neill and Laura Dern I, and yeah. Jeff Goldblum. I just want to like I want like the most pretentious like. Well, I like the satirical look at Kafka <laughs> about how you turn into a being that horrifies you. But were you horrified by yourself all I'm along? Sorry. And the Lord, the Lord gives you the power to be vicious like a raptor. Yes! Yet, oh my yet God! Loving like a man. Velocitransubstantiation. Like you change oh form. And, and it, you could take advice from prostitutes because they are just people too. They are my people. They are my people. Well, I mean, who hung out with the tax collectors and the prostitutes? Velocipaster. That's who. That's right. Jesus, Jesusaurus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesusaurus. That would be crazy. Jesusaurus Rex. Jesusaurus Rex. Oh, Pat and Velocipaster. Trademark that. We could That's make right. a lot of money. Oh, it's a new buddy, so, buddy cop crime duo. Oh, duo. my God. Was it good? <laughs> like, for what it Okay, look, I, when I'm saying what isn't good, I'm just saying on, on the premise of what that really is. Yep, it was good. Was it entertaining? And did yes. it leave it open for a sequel? Uh, yes and yes. Nice. Yep. nice. Okay, I'm going to check this out. Yeah. We'll uh, talk. Yeah. Free on Amazon. Amazon. Amazon Holy Prime. shit, okay. <laughs> Go check it out. Uh, i got to say, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Adam Danger, you are yeah. always welcome to come Thank you for having me, gentlemen. We will eventually, we, yeah, we'll come back and talk about Predator. Even if Jimothy uh, is here or not here, you're always more welcome yeah. to come. Just don't bring Tanner. Uh, okay. I, I would not. It's a. It's like it's. There's a one white guy limit. There's a one white guy limit. Okay. <laughs> and we're all it's like books. it's like the high. It's like the Highlander. There, <laughs> there can only there, be one. There can <laughs> only be one. If, or like the Back to the Future thing. If there's two of us in a room, it's like the space time continuum explodes. Like, Is that time cop rules too? That's way too much Caucasian in one room. <laughs> no. Yeah. Too much cock and too, too much Caucasian. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> not enough Asian. I gotta say, that's, we need to increase that demographic. I mean, yeah, but yeah, we're watching too much 300. That's why. Oh God. <laughs> So, side note: In reality, when that really did go down, they were did wear armor. Who's, oh, who's yeah. going to be dumb enough to not wear armor? Loin cloth. I mean, I just stab on the dick. <laughs> you stab <laughs> me in the dick. That's right. I stab you on the dick. Well, guys, uh, yeah, that's the show. Thank, thank you for being on here. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, thanks for uh, having us, Dirty Derek. You have a great week, guys. Have well. well. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Also, I haven't done this in a while. Subscribe to us on Spotify. Please. Like, do it right now. Like, stop. Stop what you're doing. Pause this. Just hit the subscribe button. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you for hitting the subscribe button. Also on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to subscribe. Give us a five-star rating if you enjoyed it. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your sweet old granddad. I don't That's care. Right. That's right. Because they like movies, too. They like they like movies. The motion pictures, they call them. The, the, That's right. The moving cinema. The, the moving pictures. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening, and have a great day. Peace. Hey guys, really quick. I know we said we were leaving, uh, but I wanted to. I forgot our signature. Surprise! Surprise! We're back. Hey! This is part two. Uh, but yeah, so we just wanted to say goodbye. 
as we always do. Uh, so we'll do it on one, two, three. Okay. This one for you, Jimothy. <laughs> that was a fail, but I like it. Okay, bye guys. Bye. I thought we were gonna do.